Hey, welcome to the Teacher Lifestyle Podcast with me, Elliot Phillips, founder of the Teacher Fit Project. On today's episode, episode one, we're going to be talking about the three strategies that all female teachers can do to start generating more time inside of their lives. You see, what we do here at the Teacher Fit Project is we show teachers how to start generating an extra 10 hours per week by embedding new routines, new habits, and new standards into their lives, because if we can do that, teachers can start to thrive and and not just survive on today's show i've got a super special guest her name is beth she's one of the teachers that we've been working with inside of our teacher fit project vip coaching program now for about 15 months she was an nqt and she was overloaded with work she was stressed out and her productivity has increased massively since working with us and time's no longer an issue for beth so on today's show we're going to be discussing the three strategies that all teachers can start applying immediately to start generating more time inside of your life so if you're a female teacher there's going to be incredible value inside of that for you listen in let me know your revelations and then get in touch enjoy the show uh welcome everyone to episode one of the teacher lifestyle podcast uh we're with me Eric phillips and we've got beth on the podcast today um beth's got a little bit of a sore voice, but she's stepped up and she's she's going to come on the podcast. In episode one, we're going to be speaking about the, the top three strategies for teachers to start getting more time in their lives. Because if there's one problem we want to solve as teachers, from being inside of there myself, from, from coaching hundreds of teachers, the, the biggest problem is time. Because if you've got more time, all of the other struggles that come with it, like the workload, the productivity inside of school, the, the weekends that you spend... Um, inundated with work and, and not being present in the areas that you want to, that they're, they're all affected. But if you solve your time issue, then ultimately we can fix all of them. So what I want to do, and if if you're watching the podcast live, drop a comment. Um, hey, Katie Barnes, just seen you, you. You commented. Drop a comment in inside of the box, and uh, we'll be able to we'll be able to use that as as a bit of a debate as well. So, Beth, welcome, welcome on. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yes, I'm awesome. Let's do this. So we just want to speak about the top three strategies then, right, Beth, of how teachers can generate more time. Is, is this an issue that, that you found um, from when we first spoke, actually, you, you were right at the start of your NQT year or first term in, right? Uh, yeah, I was really struggling when I started the project um, in that being an NQT, I was feeling really overwhelmed. Mm. Um, with all the planning, with the marking, I found it was really a, a big step up um, and was drowning. That's the best way I can describe it is I was drowning um, mm. and I had no time or what I felt like I had no time for me um, in that I would wake up, go to work, come home, work, eat, work, sleep, repeat. And it was just this cycle that I didn't find me in the day. Mm, I mean, that is the cycle, right? Like eat, teach, sleep, repeat. Like literally, but you, you just go through that. And most people get completely overwhelmed with it. But then I think they just, they let that be their standard and they don't break out of it, right? And it's almost just accepted um, by some people that this is the lifestyle. This is the teacher lifestyle. Um, you, and you just have to put up with it. And it's not, it's not fair. And right now we've got more teachers off work, I think, than ever before like having to leave the profession so let's dive straight into it then Beth so you go first like give me give me one of the 
the strategies that since coming in into the teacher fit project you've seen or something that you you've just used yourself that you um, use now to generate more time like the major thing that i've been working on really even now over the last like couple of months has been an evening routine wow my morning routine mm -hmm. um i found that i was doing the morning routine of exercise and gratitude and like i i started to build that back up but then my evening routine was not matching my morning one so i wasn't getting enough sleep um i wasn't shutting off and that it would be like midnight one o'clock before i go to bed and then my alarm would go off at five and then i'd find in the middle of the day i was kind of like lagging um so mine has been an evening routine and saying right i will stop work at nine o'clock come what may and start that winding down process so that i'm in bed for 10. yeah i think that's key i think that's even harder to to implement than the morning routine yeah um, that, that's so key is and it's almost like the aeroplane landing like safely on the ground and not continuing past the fuel that it's got left in the in its tank to keep going because if you do keep going you crash yeah. right now if we relate it to that plane like a car like if you keep going on, on a journey you've put enough petrol in to get from let's say london to scotland and then you decide to keep going when you're running on empty the, the car just breaks down right and you actually do damage to it so yeah i think that's something that people don't look at is that evening routine and how you manage that i know that was one of the hardest things for me personally um it, it still is like to, to manage the evening routine so if you do that you you set yourself up for success the next the next day i believe for sure like you can tell the difference that when you you do get um when you do get your head down earlier that the next day is so much more beneficial or um, productive when you wake up in the morning because I think it's, it's a big thing that if you go to bed tired, like you said, like 1, 2 a.m. or 12 a.m., whatever time it is, in your brain, you're automatically thinking about the next lessons. You're telling yourself you're going to be exhausted when you wake up. Yes. So people have got that idea that they want to wake up and, and maybe exercise or maybe do some meditation before school or, or do some prep um, or get your own kids ready. But then you wake up and because the last thing you remember is you told yourself you were tired, you, you then remember that. So it's the first thing you think of when you wake up. So then you act in accordance with that. So how, how have you, what have you done, Beth, to, um, to make this evening routine successful or, or start doing it? Like what works? I'm really keen to know. I've downloaded the Calm app. Uh-huh. been really, really beneficial. Um, and I have uh, a fruit tea now, which I hate. I hated fruit tea before the project. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I have a fruit tea around like nine o'clock, half past nine. Um, and I've, I'm still working on it, but trying to step away from my phone or my laptop or the TV and reading a book. Or um, I've just bought, I, I got given for Christmas a, a goals book and filling that goal yes. up for the day. So what I've achieved and doing my gratitude at night as well as in the morning um so like my gratitude is more like hopes in the morning and whereas i'm more like thankful in the night in the evening mm -hmm. and then, um a reflection like yeah reflection almost mm -hmm. um and then uh i'll listen to rain sounds i know that sounds really silly um i listen to sounds of rain and thunderstorms because it really calms me down for about 10 minutes and then i put one of the sleep stories on and i fall right to sleep now awesome 
awesome. They definitely work those those apps. Like I used one before, um, and I remember like I, the the deep sleep I had was crazy from it. So I think the big thing with that then, Beth, is everybody knows these type of things, but we just overlook it. Like you can you can decide to uh, shunt it, or you can just decide to take ownership, and it's up to you. Like if the days when you do do it. It's because you actually decided enough's enough. Like I'm switching off right now. But I think what people fail to realize is that you keep working thinking that you're going to be more productive and get work done, but actually you're defeating the purpose because you just wake up even more tired. So then the next day you lack productivity, you lack energy, you're tired, you're fatigued. And then you, again, you act in accordance with, with that person. And, and that comes from not taking ownership in the evening. I really like that. That's good because most people will just say the morning routine. Um, probably what I was going to say, um, actually. So that's good. So number one, evening routine. Love it. So let, let me put one out there. What do you think, Beth, to getting your, your body as physically optimized as possible? And when I say this, I'm not talking for, for weight loss. I'm not talking for aesthetics. So just for physical appearance and how you look. I'm talking about how you operate. Has that helped? Like some of the the strength that we've done inside of here as well. Well, this is the first time I've been ill this year. Uh-huh. This Which is, is pretty good for a teacher. Um, so you know, I feel like sorry, that just come in. Never ah, um, dog appearance. <laughs> I feel like I've got the not only the strength of body to fight off all the rubbish and germs in school and be that constant because um, there are teachers, because we get bogged down in, uh, in all the illnesses that are off constantly, mm-hmm. and the kids have noticed it, that I'm a constant there. Um, and they were really freaked out last week when I had two days off. Um, but also that, not only the strength of body, the strength of mind that comes with Absolutely. being physically fit and feeling good and strong in your body, is that your mind feels the same. Mm. And definitely find that has helped me then break down things that I've had to face over the last year. Yeah, hundred percent. They're all linked. Like if you, if you're physically fit, like you're mentally fit as well, yeah. right? And it's just like if you're overweight, like you expect to be tired, right? If 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 you're you're lacking energy, probably because you're not fueling your body or you, you haven't developed the big enough engine through building muscle. And and most people see it as um, going out doing a run or going swimming or walking around school counting steps whatever it might be but it's just not enough yeah. right think about uh, I love the car analogy uh, I always use it in, in all the trainings of the Ferrari and the Ford Fiesta that the Ferrari takes time to build it's strong it's a beast it's powerful um, and, and, and that's because it's, it's built for finesse right yeah. whereas the Ford Fiesta whilst it's a good car I mean I've got a Ford Fiesta but it's a very small engine and it doesn't, it hasn't got that give and, and therefore it doesn't operate at the level that you want it to when you compare it to that of a Ferrari. So if we beat the, if we build a body that's strong through strength, through engaging as much muscle as possible, you get that Ferrari engine and then you, you're just so much slicker in the school day, right? Like you said, mental reasons, you think clearer, more energized, so therefore you, you buy back a little bit of time. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Throw us another one into the mix and bent. 
Beth, let's um let's let's round it off with number three. What are we going for? Time saving teacher tip. How you actually eat. Uh-huh. And um I even on the weekends now will intermittent fast because it's just a time saver, but I'm also fueling my body right so I feel like I can get through the day and do what I need to do and actually be productive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah that and it fits is that something you've done before like before you um before you came into the project no no me neither um me, me neither like when i was teaching my routine with food and fuel would be um pretty much get home from school after taking like a school football team out a rugby team or delivering a club and then go to the gym myself then get home probably fall asleep on the tube and then think, right, I've got to cook lunch for the next day now uh, and then do all this food prep and yeah. eat a different meal to like my wife in the house, eat a different meal to the people we were living with, taking up loads of time. And then literally it's the end of the day and it was just like repeat that cycle. Yeah. Uh, but the intermittent fasting, right, when people used to tell me about this, I, I used to think, no way, that's crazy. Like that can't work. That's starving yourself. But then I look at all of these crazy diets that people throw into the mix now and until you know the science behind it of what it's doing to your body and, and giving, because you're not starving yourself, right? You're eating probably more food. Um, so you're eating more, but just in a smaller window and, and less in less time, which means less prep, means you save money. Your body then adapts and use a different energy source. So you're mentally clearer. Uh, you burn, burn more body fat. Uh, you put yourself you know, in a position where then over time, the longer you've done it, you get, you get even better strength gains as well. Um, muscular adaptations too. So yeah, it it really, really works. It really works. How do you, um, how, how do you manage it Beth with doing it at the weekends and doing, do you have like a set routine of days that you, you, you fast and days you don't, or how do you do it? I fast six days a week. And then I'll let Sunday be a day where I can have like a, a breakfast, maybe a treat, like a, um, a croissant or some toasted Nutella. Mm-hmm. I'm a child. Um, um, yeah, but just because I don't find myself even getting hungry until about one o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's become a, a routine of my body's um, fueling itself. Um, and my lunchtime isn't till one o'clock at school. Uh, and then I'll take overnight oats that I've made the night before as, as my lunch. And um, yeah, it's, I just find it, it works in my routine, but also my body gets what it needs to get. And I don't feel like hungry because even my colleagues still say to me, yeah, no, nearly 18 months down the line. Oh, why, why'd you fast? You, you were, you must be starving yourself. And when I'll do my, you know, 24 hour fast, I try and do one of those a week is people go, why are you doing that? You're ridiculous. You're you're starving yourself. But it just, I used to think the same until I knew the science background behind it all. And if we're honest, like that's why mankind survived because they had no option because actually it just reboots your metabolism. Whereas when people are eating, they restrict their calories and not only then do you feel drained because you lower your metabolism, your body then adapts to that 
um, to burning just that small amount of calories instead of eating more through the intermittent fasting and then giving your body the ability to then quickly drive its metabolism up to burn those extra calories off. Yes, it works really, really well um, for teachers. I wish I knew that this approach um, when I was teaching it, it would have saved me tons of time. Yeah. But I think you need to know how to implement it properly, right? Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I know at the beginning of the, of the project, when I was starting and doing the first kind of eight to eight window and then reducing it, it was really difficult and not knowing and quite understanding the science, but having learned uh, what it does for your body and how it helps. And I, it sounds crazy but on my 24-hour fast days i find that i have more mental clarity sometimes than the days that i'm only doing my if but it's that understanding of what it's doing and how it works makes you save time if that makes sense yeah i know 100 100 and yeah in the beginning like you said it's always really difficult and then most people don't break through that initial period so they give up and they stop and they tell themselves that it doesn't work Right. Whereas if your uh, dog wants his dinner as well, by the looks of things. That's the, one, the other one. The other one sat watching me with his ball crying at me. <laughs> so, yeah. So just following through in that first initial period, letting your body adapt and then you, you reap the rewards of getting more time uh, later on for sure. So let's wrap that up. Uh, Beth, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, so I love that evening routine to complement a morning routine or to enhance your morning routine. Number two, focus on getting really strong, physically optimized, so that your body just just runs better. And then number three, how can you switch your the way that you're consuming your fuel to save you time as well? Yeah. Love it, awesome. Beth, thanks so much for uh, for coming on. Awesome, speak soon. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the episode with me and Beth and you can apply some of the strategies that we spoke about to your life immediately to start getting more time for you so you can impact your career, you can impact your students, but most importantly, you can feel that you're coming at the top of your own pile. But if you wanna take things further and you actually wanna come and work with us inside of our full VIP coaching program for female teachers so you can start accelerating your results, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website, www.theteacherfitproject.com and you can make your application there. And we'll show you how we can customize our whole coaching program to suit you, your goals, your needs, so you can be a teacher that's thriving with tons of time this academic year. Catch you on the next episode.